Welcome to the Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show With your hosts Emma and Julio Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show Nothing Much Just a Chillin' Welcome back to NMJC Nothing Much Just Chillin' I'm Emma I'm Julio And this is the third episode of our podcast Yes, welcome back if you've been listening to the first two then thank you thank you so much you're amazing we appreciate you very much but if you haven't listened to the first two episodes doesn't matter we love you just a little bit less (laughs) but we still love you no he's kidding (laughs) we love you all the same but if you are interested in the story of how we met that is the second episode yeah it's a good story i like it. i think so i mean no bias here. Yeah, it's got a great ending. It's, you never see it coming. <laughs> Everyone just vomited. Who just vomited? Everyone. <laughs> it's not even over, if you think about it. Yeah. If you want to know how me and Julio, yeah. how Julio and I met. Yeah. Was that the right? Check yourself. Was that, was yes. that right? Okay. If you want to know how... You and I. <laughs> if you want to know how Julio and I met, please listen to episode two and yeah episode one is just us like introducing ourselves yeah quick intro and then we're gonna come up with a whole bunch of different things to talk about throughout this podcast and if you guys ever have suggestions then dm us us. yeah and or email us because we have an email yeah we'll throw that in (laughs) some description or something but yeah get in touch with us and let us know also shout out to jay ferris for making our jingle at yeah. the top of the show. Did we not say anything in one or two? No, we said stuff in two, but I'm just thanking him again. Oh, we should yeah. thank him. It's amazing. We should thank him in the beginning of like every episode because it, it's amazing. It's my new favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> I just listened to it in the car. <laughs> Did you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it it's amazing. Great. It's yeah. amazing though. Jay did a great job. And then the artwork for our podcast, the psychedelic cover art that you see is made by my future brother-in-law, Matt McBratney. Yeah. That was really awesome. Yeah, it's it's exactly what we wanted, and it's like uh, it's like colorful, it's fun, groovy, hippie, psychedelic, <laughs> chill. You know, it's us. It's all the vibes. <laughs> yeah, it's us, us in art. <laughs> but we're gonna get started on today's episode. It's gonna be mostly talking about Los Angeles, also known as LA. And yeah, if you're interested in our in our thoughts about this you know city of angels keep on listening (laughs) was that corny i'm sorry no that's okay so what have we been doing during quarantine my love well quarantine hit us march what 15th right yeah it was like march 13th 14th 15th yeah we got into reality tv hard remember that that was the first time we Love did that Island. together. Yeah. I I had never watched reality TV before. Yeah, and I watched it briefly growing up. My dad would have it on like The Bachelor. Oh, really? Yeah, my dad watched <laughs> The Bachelor. And then um my grandma liked a lot of like daytime reality shows. Oh. So I would like I had like Wait, that's so funny. a glimpse into that <laughs> world growing up, but then I totally left it behind. <laughs> I left those days behind me. <laughs> And then, god damn it, 
yeah we got into love island love island uk was the big one that we really that took over that got us into reality tv because i don't know when i think about reality tv i just think about watching stuff that doesn't make you feel so good because it's like real people's drama it's kind of uncomfortable but love island for the most part it's just funny and entertaining and doesn't you know take itself too seriously i think so and it's got a really great narrator that's the cherry on top really is what's What's his name name? (laughs) (laughs) ian i think right or no yeah ian or like scott no it's not scott (laughs) it's definitely he's he's scottish so (laughs) oh yeah i think it's ian i think it's ian too to be honest i think you're right yeah i think i'm right too yeah there's a little bit of drama like with any good reality oh my god so much drama yeah and it's just but it's like they're all just hooking up that's essentially what this is It's like a hookup culture in one place yeah i think i think we we started off watching season six yeah which is the last season and as the season goes as the seasons as the seasons you can't (laughs) say as the seasons of love island go on they get more pg or more like PG-13, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's a lot more like sexual stuff that they show in the earlier seasons. Yeah, definitely by season six, they're like, okay, we cannot air this shit on television anymore. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seems like they checked themselves the most that season. Yeah. In terms of what they showed, for sure. And I think the accents really got us into it, too. Because and their, their yeah. lingo is so amazing. It's just all this new slang. And, well, I think... Oh, 100%. The, oh, yeah. We actually knew about Love Island because of TMG, pretty much, really. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, if you listen to um, Tiny Meat Gang, Cody Co. and Noelle Miller's podcast, comedy podcast, yeah, yeah we give it a try, and it <clears throat> is amazing. And I suggest, if you have not seen Love Island, watch season three four five and six yeah great a content really yeah i think the reason we got into it at that time it was like the perfect gateway because it was the probably the height of the anxiety of everything about the pandemic about covid yeah yeah and so you know like working from home and like insecurity about other things and what obviously just not knowing what the hell is going on Mm. and like incompetence everywhere and so i had nothing to do yeah and i was just like yeah we can just have this on it's so it was like so mindless and you could just totally invest yourself in these people's completely fake problems yeah that well it was just great and yeah it was really like some seasons were really funny and even when it's like really dramatic it's like it's a dating show like like how dramatic did it really get but that kind of took us down a whole reality tv rabbit hole because then we got into real housewives right and that was i think another unexpected turn for us even even already getting into reality tv yeah i didn't think we'd end up at real housewives me either i always i (laughs) I never thought that i would watch real housewives but my friend sam she always talks about real housewives and she watches like every single season of them so i was like you know what i'm gonna give it a try but yeah it was like so much better to talk about this stuff like we could criticize all these weird dramas Instead of being like, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. In the world? <laughs> Trying to make sense of that sucked. But, yeah, if we had, you know, Jill and Ramona's little tiff to talk about, then that was great. 
yeah oh also uh, i listened to a bunch of podcasts that <laughs> recap the housewives so i was like oh damn i want to know this trauma like i want to know what they're talking about i think that's so funny that you got into like the talk about the real the reality shows too that's amazing it's like once you get to a certain point in a reality tv show like at the uh, beginning of love island we're always like like on the day that they like pick their first significant other i was like eh, nobody seems good but then you get to know like their character maybe we're just shallow and we're like oh, nobody's <laughs> nobody's pretty <laughs> ugly ass contestants in the first round and then you get to know somebody's uh personality and you're like oh shit i love this person the genius thing about love island last thing i'll say about it is that like new people just it's like a sw- it's like a revolving door you could it's get like so the best character of the season like halfway through and you don't Casa even know amor like oh. what a great what a great chef's kiss what a great <laughs> moment in television every time every time it does not let you down it like there's always something brutal that happens and then something amazing that yeah. like brings you to tears it's poetry it's honestly beautiful chaos so yeah in a nutshell <laughs> reality tv was a really good distraction yes and it still is we're, prob- we're probably going to continue to watch different reality things just because it's fun you know, yeah whatever mindless content judge us we're judging them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not re- like we just no, like laugh just and like yeah. it's just it's just funny it's what it's there for i mean i think the people right. on those shows know that too it's like the reunions <gasps> oh, oh my god <laughs> dude andy cohen in those reunions sometimes he looks like he's gonna snap yeah yeah <laughs> if you've ever watched a real housewives reunion show uh, you know cringe like it's so awkward it's so awkward it's so brutal yeah they they know how to cut deep yeah and they just don't let shit go so yeah before we kind of lost movies a bit yeah julio and i have or had amc movie passes yeah you can go up to three times per week three times a week three times a week so that's what we did honestly we went to the movies like two three times a week it was the only thing we really went out for yeah <laughs> i mean besides like we went out to dinner and like restaurants and stuff and yeah. probably like shop or something mm-hmm. but yeah movies were like our go-to date night yeah and we so we really miss watching movies like you know class i'm sure a lot of people do like mm-hmm. this isn't you know we're not saying like you know we're, we're just really different this way like we used to do like other people don't get it. Like we just went to the movies all the time. No, Why but does um, nobody <laughs> read actual books anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> no one just like stares at the sky. <laughs> Anyways, nobody uh, no. ever wants to disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, none of that. Just um No, we just like love going to the movies. Yeah. So um, we did go to <laughs> Did you know were you going to say something? Oh, no, I was I was going to say what you were going to say. We went to a drive-in yeah. movie during quarantine. That was, was fun. A double feature well we made it a double feature they were having you know a bunch of movies throughout the day but they had two spike lee movies back to back the first Um, one was inside man inside man right and then and then we saw uh do the right thing yeah which that was so fun and i really hope that it becomes more of a thing like even after the pandemic because drive-in movies are so fun yeah it was it was great it's so nice just like being in your own space and like watching on a on a like just a huge screen outside in a parking lot like i don't know it's such a vibe (laughs) yeah i had never done that before have you ever been to one before that Mm -mm. yeah that was really cool and 
I'm surprised we left that like in the 30s or 50s or whenever they stopped doing that. It's such a good idea. I feel I'm, I, I feel bad. I hope I hope this wasn't something that happened in like the 80s and I just tried to make people <laughs> who are not that old seem old. <laughs> I just always picture when I see drive-in movies, I picture like that postcard font with like oh, retro cars right, right. you know yeah yeah so i'm pretty I'm sure sorry. they went to drive-in movies though like in that 70s show okay yeah i mean they didn't disappear but yeah. they're just like i know i know they've been around I'm just they're saying, not like, common yeah it'd be cool if but that they was, should like, a be thing. more common yeah I, yeah i agree but yeah so we're gonna definitely try to hit up more of those and we recently heard that potentially we could rent out the theater yeah i one of the people i follow um on youtube she was talking about that her family rented out a theater and it's like 90 dollars, i think to rent out an amc theater i don't know well we're gonna look into it because <laughs> we kind of want to rent out a theater for a little christmas present to ourselves <laughs> yeah hopefully there's something first we got to check it, what will be in theaters right hopefully yeah. there's something worth watching but honestly at this point it might be good just to get a theater experience yeah that could be really cool to have like a private theater experience yeah hell yeah and i feel like do you think it was always 90 dollars? i'm kind of wondering now. <laughs> <laughs> right should we do that every time is that the value of a room because that just goes to show you how overpriced everything is exactly. like the margins of a theater are insane if that's true yeah well i don't know this person lives <laughs> in texas so yeah we'll, we'll have i don't to know check if it's in. different here we'll let you know Watch it be like a thousand dollars here in LA though. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> "Are you kidding me? Ninety dollars? You're hilarious." Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, we haven't had movies, but what else have we done throughout quarantine? Been cooking a you lot. You have had I've a lot of time to cook. Been eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, your cooking has been amazing. I mean, the mac and cheese uh, output recently has been <laughs> phenomenal. I love making vegan mac and cheese and my mom just got me this vegan mac and cheese cookbook with like 50 recipes of how to make vegan mac and cheese and it's lit. I love it. Yeah. You made the only salads I've eaten recently. Yes. My salads fuck. They do. They, your salads are like getting pregnant all over the place. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when we're too lazy to cook or when you, sorry. When you, when you don't want to cook. <laughs> you know, say it. When you're too lazy to cook. I'm no, not you. No, because you're not lazy to cook. <laughs> you're giving me all this food and I appreciate it so much. And if I can help you, I can. Yeah. But normally I can't. <laughs> and Well, sometimes it's not because or most times it's not because I'm lazy. It's just no, because it's like not, yeah. I'm not craving anything that like I can cook. So yeah. I'm like, let's get something that i'm not gonna make right now yeah that is gonna satisfy whatever craving i have so yeah i've been doing a lot of takeout yeah a lot of takaya a lot of groundwork groundwork coffee by the way groundwork coffee in los angeles has the best vegan breakfast burrito i don't even want to say vegan like just just the best breakfast burrito well they so. have a regular uh, breakfast burrito too but um but yeah, the vegan one. Who needs it? Yeah, the vegan one is slaps so hard. It's so good. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely the best breakfast burrito I've ever had. There's so many times when I complain about the food here in LA just because, I mean, I really shouldn't because there's nothing really to complain about. But, you know, sometimes you just, sometimes you just want, you know, just to walk to a, to a quarter 
corner uh, bakery deli and get a New York bagel mm. with tofu cream cheese just slathered on. Sometimes I just wake up and I crave that. And I'm just incredibly disappointed when I realize that I'm in LA right now. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times in my mind I go back to New Year's Day, like 2019 or maybe 2020. 2019. 2019. Yeah. When we were at Olivia we Matt's place, New York City. Yeah. And we just like got up that morning. I mean, Matt, Olivia, and I were incredibly hungover. <laughs> <laughs> um and. Yeah, we just walked. It was super cold, but it didn't matter because we were walking towards some big old bagels with some fat cream cheese on it. Oh, and it was... I think about eating that bagel when I want some peace, you know? (laughs) There's one place in Mar Vista called New York Bagel and Deli, which is not a New York bagel. (laughs) No, they're just regular bagels. Yeah, no shade. It's okay, though. No shade to them. They're really nice. Yeah, y'all are trying, and we we appreciate you. We'll probably get another bagel from there at some point. But yeah, aside from food and stuff, (laughs) I've been, I mean, you've kind of been making music, too, now. Like, we're we're writing together now. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, making music is always, obviously, something I'm, doing regardless of quarantine or not but working from home has been a little easier to try to sprinkle it in throughout the day yeah i've been practicing things like mixing and like some of the more behind the scenes things that are just fucking annoying to be honest but you're helping me yeah and now we're writing together which is really nice because you've always shown me your songs and that you've written i'm always like you're so good at songwriting like you're awesome thank you yeah, of course. And yeah, it's really nice. Like, just like this podcast is something we can do together. You're a musician at heart, even though obviously your career has taken you more towards film and visual photo and you know visual stuff. Yeah, it's still a huge part of you. And it's obviously, you know, it's pretty much all of me. So yeah, um, yeah it's, it's definitely awesome just to like, do that. it's just like my, my therapy that it's all, it's always been my therapy. I've been writing songs since I was seven so I, I, I don't know. I've just finally reached a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start recording. Yeah. We're releasing some stuff. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. T- TBD. That's an N- NMJC exclusive right there. <laughs> tip. Look out. A little tip. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but I'm having, we're having a really good time doing it. I think it's fun. We're, we love doing things together. Yeah, we really do. It's, <laughs> cheesy whatever yeah you know we'll give you a minute to go clean up the second set of throw up (laughs) that you now have (laughs) um after listening to all of our podcasts (laughs) but but yeah we just we do like to do stuff together so yeah we're always location scouting yeah but it's a lot of fun yeah and obviously california really lends itself to that because you know we live in the city area but there's you know, more neighborhood, suburby kind of looking areas. There's the beach. To be honest, before getting to LA, I had no idea what it would look like altogether. Same. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, so is it like Beverly Hills and then like the beach is right there after it? And like, yeah, I thought like Hollywood all of sign yeah. can be seen. <laughs> I like thought all of LA was going to be like Beverly Hills. Yeah. Like Rodeo Drive, just everywhere. 
<laughs> yeah. And that's not, I mean, like, I don't think either of us had that in mind as like, oh, that's why we want to move to LA. Like, why, no, what, what no, do you, no. what do you think? What's the first or like the early thoughts of like, oh, I want to move to LA? I have like, no idea like what age I started thinking about wanting mm-hmm. to move to LA, but obviously I've been like writing songs since I was <laughs> seven. So I've just always dreamt of being a rock star. Mm. And just in my head, that's where rock stars lived. So I just always, <laughs> just always wanted to move to LA, to live in LA. And I would just, you know, watch shows. Like I would, I, one of my favorite shows in middle school was the OC, mm. uh, which is not like LA, but obviously very close. close yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Just seeing stuff on TV and in movies about LA, I just really wanted to move here. And yeah. I've always known that I wanted to do something creative um, career career wise and this is the best place to do it because creativity is flowing out here yeah i agree it's nice to be around like-minded people in that sense because at least i you probably had some experience before leaving maryland with those kinds of aspirations i know every time i would tell people that i have aspirations of getting into the music business and I was just kind of vague with it. I was always like, yeah, I know I want to be around music, but that's, you know, I want to explore my options in that industry and whatever. Everyone's always like, oh, but how are you going to make money? Oh, but how are, like, isn't it, like, impossible to succeed? Like, <laughs> you're never going to make it. Like, what do you mean? And it's like, I think in their minds, they were like, oh, he wants to be famous. Yeah. And it's like, no, I just wanted to, I wanted to work with music. You know, it's like, that's something that I was good at and that's something I understood. It's like, you know, you find your hedgehog, whatever bullshit they tell you in business school and like the things you're like passionate that you're good at, that you can make money, whatever. Fuck it. So yeah, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like this is, makes me happy. And people just, I feel like I'm not saying everyone from, you know, like my hometown is like this. Cause I have great friends who support me all the time with what I do. I'm just saying like, no, when you tell adults yeah. and like when you tell like general people there, it's like a lot of like, are you sure? Yeah. But when you tell people out here, there's more just like, oh, yeah. Cool. Like my friend does that, too. <laughs> I think no matter if you live in L.A. or somewhere else, anyone listening who is also trying to pursue a creative career relates to that because there is always people there'll all be always be people in your life if you're trying to pursue something creative um that are like oh well how will you make money and i definitely had that too i had one of my friends be like you're moving out there without a job like what why (laughs) and a bunch of people were like really confused about why i was going but like in my head i was like i always wanted to move here like i was always gonna leave this place like i never what you think (laughs) i was gonna gonna stay in maryland like are you kidding and no shade to like anyone who does stay in their hometown but i just i knew it wasn't right for me i didn't feel right there i didn't feel good there and i think i understood that when i went to elon when i went like you know six hours away for college and then Mm. realized that even more when i did elon in la and I just was like, this, this is it. This is where I want to live. This is where I want to be. There's so many opportunities here. Yeah. So many more opportunities than I could have even ever imagined before setting foot in LA. I'm just like figuring it out. Like I just, you know, I literally just wanted to be a rock star. And now I'm like, <laughs> oh, now I want to like direct movies maybe. Maybe I want to be 
a documentary filmmaker, a feature filmmaker, like a TV show writer. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> their yeah. possibilities just became endless to me. But I'm really grateful for everything that led up to this point in my life of, you know, being self-employed. That's right. Yeah. Say that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of like myths, I think, about Los Angeles. Yeah. One of them being that people are fake here. Yeah. There's a lot of fake people, a lot of superficial people, materialistic. But I think that's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. There's people like that everywhere. There's people like that everywhere I've ever been. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't really, I haven't really seen that here, actually. Like in my, in no. my personal relationships, I don't think I've ever met some, I mean, I've definitely met people who, you know, I didn't get along with or, you know, we had a bad fallout or something like that. But like they were like, I didn't think they were materialistic or shallow or anything. We just, you know, weren't right for each other. Yeah. I really don't understand that stereotype unless you're like just talking about like celebrity culture. Yeah. Or people who like, you know are just obsessed with celebrities, obsessed with, you know, being famous and stuff and clout chasing. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I understand that. And that's what's more talked about, I guess, and more seen like on social media and stuff. Yeah. But in reality, like people I've met here, people that we've met that are actually from LA yeah. aren't, aren't fake at all. <laughs> yeah. There's some of the coolest people I've met. Yeah, I think it's important to get local perspective, like, anywhere you are. Yes. I mean, even just, like, to take it out of L.A. for a second, like, where I grew up in Jersey. I lived in a lot of places in Jersey. But towards the end, I lived in, like, Asbury Park area, which is by the beach. And I grew up going to the beach a lot. And there's just a lot of, like, local culture in towns like that where, you know, people kind of go and leave a lot and LA obviously is like that where there's a lot of transplants there's a lot of turnover you know there's people who move here from other places and make LA their home and there's also people who just bounce around there's a lot of tourism obviously LA like Emma said is one of the most popular cities in the world and I think to some extent that's why these misconceptions are so easy to have because it's like and especially easy to attach it to anyone who's a creative because the creative industries are so visible if you're if you're successful right and so people automatically assume like if you're not visible then you're not successful which is just not true you can i mean some of the people who do the coolest work completely move in silence you know there's so many successful people here who yeah you know you never would have you never would have heard of right and you never will and that's like i won't ever hear about the most successful accountant who graduated from my high school and that's cool yeah that's great because he's keeping the books wherever he's at or she and them or whoever and you know that's awesome i'm really happy that they're doing all that but i don't want to do accounting <laughs> accounting by the way it's just like the first thing that comes to mind when i think of like stable practical jobs right so it's kind of a compliment <laughs> No, like, definitely. Like, oh, look at you with your steady paychecks and your health insurance. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> overall, yeah, we've met really great people here. And I think if you look, if you're in those circles and you kind of like leave yourself in that bubble and you don't make efforts to learn about local culture on different levels, every neighborhood in LA has its own 
definition of what a local is you know if you are local to the venice area there's a very you know there's like a very distinct code to the the venice local right and the same thing if you're more of a like a valley native i think that's one of the things that i really love about la because before before i moved here i just thought of la as just like this one entity but now i think about it in like so many different yeah. you know sections so many different a- neighborhoods areas um and every like neighborhood has like its pros and cons and um it's you know special things about it kind of this kind of came up because i feel like we've been hearing in general i feel like it's very easy to hear la slander you know especially from people who move here which is to me is just dumb like why why did you move here <laughs> yeah if it was so fake and terrible you know, like go to fucking Austin. That's where everyone's going now, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the same thing's gonna happen in every city. You're gonna move, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, all these people are so fake." And then yeah, it's <laughs> whatever. You know. I don't know. I think it's like everything. Like it's what you make it. Right. So I think that like the top things that people, you know, judge LA for is fake people and also traffic. People are like, oh, isn't the traffic terrible? But here's the thing. LA is beautiful. (laughs) It is so beautiful. And you know what? I don't mind it. I don't mind traffic at all. I do not mind sitting in an hour, an hour and a half's worth of traffic at you know the end of sunset when i'm driving back from having a photo shoot in malibu at like one of the prettiest beaches ever yeah like i'm not like i just put in a podcast <laughs> like i put on a podcast and i jam out or i just think to myself yeah. <laughs> do my best thinking like when i'm driving too like if i let traffic bother me i'd be upset well a pandemic aside I'd be upset like every single day and it's just not worth it because I want to be here. I want to live here. It's just something that you like you learn to live with and you get used to, I think. Yeah. Yeah. My first year and a half ish. Yeah. Like year and a year and a half. I did the commute from the West side to downtown, which was like between 30 minutes and an hour (laughs) morning. It was 30 minutes. And then that's really the only problem with the traffic i think is where it's like you really never know how long you can kind of guess how long it'll take you to get somewhere for the most part you never really know but i think also everyone here just understands that and like gives you grace yeah yeah it's like everyone plans for things accordingly with these things in mind so it's not really a big deal like at some point i mean um, and i feel like it's part of the small talk almost like if you have nothing really to talk about and you got to kill some time then it's like, oh, the traffic, yeah, this and that. Oh, like, 405 was so bad that today. Yeah, literally the Californian skit on SNL, <laughs> like that's small talking. <laughs> if you're going to be stuck in traffic somewhere, it might as well be LA. Yeah. yeah, you could just look around and it's gorgeous. And like Emma said, you know, if I think if you have to drive somewhere, I mean, obviously nowadays, not really. Some people, you are going into the office and hopefully everything is safe there. And so if you have to drive, you know, I don't know. Look for something to calm you down because road rage is a bitch. 
yeah. Yeah, I, yeah i also don't have road rage at all so it's exhausting i think that's why i stopped <laughs> i was just like i don't i don't I, I never got road rage but like i would get mad at shit yeah and i'd like feel myself get mad at it. i'm just like ah oh, i've probably fucked up that exact way before same and yeah. like If I'm not mistaken, there's no driving school in California, which <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that because it's very apparent. <laughs> yeah. But I will say 90, probably like 90% of the traffic issues are self-inflicted by Cal- like by drivers. Definitely. Because like, people are like trying to merge five lanes across, which is hilarious because that's the rip that New Jersey has. But I feel like people are way better at driving in New Jersey. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. Yeah, I, I agree. Record. No, I think people are better <laughs> at driving on the East Coast. So yeah, you know, use your blinkers. There's been four, <laughs> there's been four there's an, an intersection right outside of our um, uh, right next to our four building accidents. that we can yeah yeah we can uh, <laughs> see outside of our window and there's been four accidents since we've moved here in January at this same intersection. Yeah, it's terrible. People are just. <laughs> Yeah, we hear Not like it's, every time it's been the same. We'll hear like a, and then we just like look at each other, and we like try to figure out which yeah. way the sound came from, and then we run to the window. <laughs> thankfully, like, the it's never. Happened? Thankfully, it's never been like terrible. I mean, there was one time when a car ran into that building. Oh, that one was that one was a terrible one, I guess. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, but yeah, it's. Can you imagine if we were walking down that street? Because it's like oh, I, we always hit that corner every I time. I know. I was thinking that. I'm always so careful walking around that intersection and driving at that intersection now yeah. because. Yeah. Stay people safe just, out there if you drive a lot. Pay attention. Yeah. Um, I saw a tweet the other day. I was like, you really got to have a lot of trust in people when you're driving. I think about totally. that all the time. Totally. I'm like, this person next to me could be fucking around right now yeah. and kill me because they're yeah. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> And then I try to like you know just hum along to the song afterwards, yeah. get that thought out of my head. Yeah, overall, I mean, definitely where we need to be right now. I'm happiest here. I had that feeling when I came here for Elon in LA too. Like, oh my, mm. like I, I've never felt like happier in a place. Like I've never felt like a place matched my energy so much. Yeah, the mindset of people is just. I wouldn't say better than the East Coast because everyone has their, you know, preferences and priorities of what they, you know, prefer. Um, <laughs> but but I personally just like the vibe here better because it's just slower, more chill. So I agree. You know, I don't have any immediate thoughts about ever, you know, leaving California in the near future at all. I like the idea of living somewhere else in the world, like outside of the U.S. My mom wants us all to move to New Zealand, though. So I'm so maybe, down. Maybe, uh, maybe that'll be the next move. I think we're both really happy with our decisions, getting here and staying here, because it's it's hard. It's, it's very hard. Yeah, and so, uh, and it's hard to do it any with any city. If uh, we know a lot of people who have moved to other cities from their hometown, and it's a unique experience every time you do that. There's a lot of, you know, hard parts that like missing your family and friends and it's harder to do other things that you're kind of sacrificing. So, yeah, all of our family is on the East Coast. So right now, obviously, we are not traveling because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, So we we haven't seen our family 
in a, a year since yeah. last Christmas. And it's really upsetting. Like we both miss our families so much and yeah. wish that we could be there in person during the holidays. So that's really hard just with this pandemic because obviously if we lived closer, we could just drive there. And of course we could drive across the country, but I don't know, it just it just would require so much planning yeah. and we'd have to do it really fast. And yeah, it just, it wouldn't be the best thing that we have to quarantine when we get home. I, I, yeah. It just wouldn't have been wouldn't have been worth it right now. So we'll wait. We'll wait till all of us are vaccinated yes. and the world hopefully is rid of COVID. And then, yeah, hopefully sometime next year. Um, sometime, please. Yeah, but for now, we'll just you know keep on FaceTiming and zooming yeah. <laughs> our families, and hopefully they'll listen to this podcast and they'll know that we're thinking of them we think about you all the time all the time we love you all we miss much. you and we will be together again someday yes very soon yes and happy holidays <laughs> <laughs> yeah happy holidays and we'll be back soon with another episode and thank yeah, you and for listening to this yeah one. thank you for listening again if you guys have any topics you want us to talk about um definitely follow us on instagram because we'll be doing like question and answer boxes yeah um to do q a stuff for the podcast and then also we'll, we have a we have a email nmjc the podcast at gmail.com if you, you have go. any questions concerns criticisms <laughs> do not text us email <laughs> email nmjc the podcast at gmail.com we only take criticisms through email yes. please and thank you we're gonna make an official google submission form <laughs> but until then email <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for listening happy holidays again and we hope you like to chill in with us yeah come on back <laughs> bye love you bye